Welcome to another episode of the Shot Callers Podcast. I'm so happy to see y'all's faces tonight. I know I am too. I'm I'm very excited. I what love you the guys laughing about. I got Robin. I got Kyle. My name is Rich. What are you guys smelling about this evening? Nah, just just your energy. It caught me a little off guard. But. <laughs> you gotta come with the energy, Kyle. Yeah, man. It's game. But, we're going into game three, and we got two yeah. games off after this game two. So the next match is going to be on Sunday night. We got so much time to think about, percolate, predict on what's going to be going on in these upcoming games. Is Giannis going to have another 20-point quarter? Is Devin Booker ever going to miss from three? We don't know. Is Chris Middleton going to get more than 11 points uh, halfway through the third? We don't know that either. But uh, what are you guys thinking about this game so far? Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. <laughs> what, what am I? What am I forgetting here, Kyle? What am you're, I forgetting? You're forgetting to shout out all the social medias and all the plugs and and all that good stuff. Uh, subscribe, like, and subscribe on YouTube. Leave us a comment. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shot Caller Show, as you can see there at the bottom of the screen. And then you can find us everywhere. Uh, podcasts can be found. Uh, like like where? <laughs> well, like Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, already said Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and Anchor, yeah. There you go. A breaker, breaker. That's the last one. Terrific, terrific. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So now that the housekeeping is out of the way, man, it feels like it's been so long since we did this. Yeah, I know. We did miss an Easter Conference episode, and... Between the three of us, we all failed to bring yeah. all the content. So we do want to apologize. And we want to let you guys know that we're going to be here for you for the rest of the finals. And we have some robust off-season plans in the works. You want to give them a little hint as to what might be coming to them in the summer, Robin? We were just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll be reviewing a certain summer blockbuster movie. I think it's going to be the movie of the year with the potential Oscar winner. But I'm getting ahead of myself Oscar, there. Oscar winner. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar winner. <laughs> is that a prediction? Are we going to do Oscar prediction. predictions too? Oscar predictions? <laughs> no, you, there's no predicting that. When, um, when even are the Oscars? I think I feel like they just February. happened, didn't they? Oh, okay. I think so, like at the beginning of the year. I uh, think so. So this will be like this would be the first uh, Space yeah. Jam, a new legacy, like would be the first on the docket, having to contend all year oh, yeah. to <laughs> hold off all these other upcoming game, up, upcoming movies after for the Le- year for He's LeBron to play. No one's going to Oscar. <laughs> that would be crazy okay great 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 so we're burying the lead uh the milwaukee bucks got taken down by the phoenix suns in another <laughs> game tonight to go down 0-2 handed back to milwaukee the game started off hot but or the bucks started off hot going up coming up blazing behind Giannis Tendekupo and eventually falling 118 to 108, and I have queued up uh, quite a few replays for you guys if y'all want to uh, take a look at them and yeah. kind of give us your, your honest reactions to what you guys were thinking during that part of the game. Uh, yeah. I got a couple here in the first quarter. Uh, yeah, Giannis coming out strong. What's up, What's up, Kyle? No, I was just going to ask you. You have them in chronological order? Yeah, I got them uh, going from the first to the third, first to the fourth, um, and uh, – and you guys are going to enjoy him. It's kind of Bucks heavy because it seemed like the Bucks had more like athletic kind of bursts of of action that were kind of fun to watch. But the the Suns had great shot making and little kind of dribbles mm-hmm. in by guys like Miles Bridge or Mikael Bridges and things mm-hmm. like that. But I just happened to capture the Bucks a little bit more often. So yeah, started <laughs> off with this uh this Giannis fast break dunk. Uh.
and then after that, halfway through the third, second, first. That problem with Brick, uh, not Brick Lopez, Brook Lopez. <laughs> That's a funny nickname, though. If he was Boy, playing bad, eh, if he was playing like really bad, like uh, Brick Lopez, that would be his name. And you said there was a problem with him? Are you not liking his drop coverage no, here against yeah. Chris Paul's slow, uh, yeah, yeah, mid-range? No. Oh. Yeah, that, I mean, that's been a problem all all playoffs long, uh, especially, like, in the first game or the first couple of games. Like, they'll be dropping, like, way too much and giving up the open shots, like, against Trey Young and all those guys. Uh, and now he's doing it against, like, Booker and, and uh, Chris Paul. But, uh, I mean, he, he has he has played. They, they've made adjustments that he's uh had good defensive moments, uh, just I mean, not all the time. It might not just be Brook uh, Lopez's fault because right here <laughs> on the next clip I got going up, Chris Paul goes right at Giannis's chest and lays it in. Shades of 2015 Clippers, Chris Paul, uh, laying it over Tim Duncan and company. Look right here. Uh, pass Holiday right into his chest. Uh, does it matter? What's that reaction there, Robin? He said, "Damn." He has some. I know he has some words for him after that one. He, I know he said something to Giannis after that one. I, I love the finals, dude. I, I love seeing this stuff. Chris, Chris Paul has been like, I mean, he's uh, especially with that first game. You know, he, he's pretty solidly like Finals MVP so far. Uh, Devin Booker looked really good this game. Uh, I mean, both Paul and Booker look great this game uh Aiden on the other hand he didn't have you know uh much of like a scoring presence this game uh they they covered him really well and a lot of the passes like I felt like were kind of too too wild for for him to catch like they they thought he could like jump out the gym or something like I yeah, mean he, he's pretty athletic but he, he still had you know contributions here and there saving plays <laughs> like on this yeah. next one coming up where the Bucks had that crazy defensive possession where the Suns yeah. pass it around like at least eight yeah. or nine times yeah. if you guys know which play I'm talking about how yeah, many passes do you guys about. think that the Suns get off on this play uh, they, they mentioned it but uh, I don't remember how many it was I, I thought it would have been like 11 or 12 here let's, let's count it here I'll, I'll full screen it it was a if it, it felt like it felt like so many incoming copyright strike <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I knew that. I knew that going in. I said I have cut way too many clips for anyone to be happy with as monetizing this video. But it's not about the money. It's about bringing the the people what they want in terms of content, bringing you something that you don't get elsewhere. You look at ESPN's halftime show. You got four dudes sitting around a table, or sorry, a chicken, three dudes sitting there, sitting around a table, and they're like, <laughs> Devin Booker has to make you know more shots, and Chris Middleton needs to get going, and also the Suns are unstoppable and here's commercials like that's that's what happens <laughs> like like it's ridiculous like uh i think that there's better content to be had and we're trying to bring it to you uh what do you think of the bucks defensive effort tonight robin i think they had certain stretches where they played like it was the finals and i think they had some stretches where they were like uh i don't know if you have the clip you probably do of drew holiday blocking oh uh, that's coming up next let's play it right now 
Oh, that's not the one you were talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, that okay. was Holiday blocking Aiden. Yeah, it was Devin Booker on a on a fast break, break, and then yeah. yeah, Drew Holiday blocked it, and then three Bucks were just walking back on defense, and DeAndre, uh, as well as DeAndre Jordan, De- DeAndre Aiden, uh, they passed him back on the ball, and he just dunked it, and all the Bucks were just walking back after that crazy play by Drew Holiday. So I feel like sometimes they were just treating this like a regular season, like another game. Not like a must-win when all these games in the finals are must-win games. Mm. Yeah, that's the one I have coming up next, I believe. The one you mentioned here. Yeah. He wanted to dunk it so bad. He wanted. He wanted it so bad. And I wanted to see more of a Holiday's kind of reaction or his words after that. There was a replay where they kind of zoomed in a little bit, but they cut the commercial break. Like, I know he's pissed. Like, no one's going to run with him. They literally were just stopping in, uh, around three-point line and just kind of watching, thinking that Booker was likely going to get fouled or, you know, maybe yeah. get the uh, get uh-huh. the, uh, get the the lay-in maybe. But, yeah, yeah. when it when they got blocked <laughs> and Aiden ran the floor like he's supposed to do, running, rolling, and rebounding, like, you know, the, the running, that's what you got to do. You got to use those young legs, get all the way down the court, and you never assume anything's going in is what they always say. Mm-hmm. And ridiculous. They gave up two points they didn't have to. Yeah. No, I, but, but you, you can tell, like, you saw it in Devin Booker's eyes. Like, like he wanted to he wanted to dunk it on him, like, so bad. That that would have been, <laughs> that would have been good, too. It would have been real good, you know, to send a statement. Because especially in this game, like, Drew Holiday was playing, like, outstanding defense, like, throughout throughout the entire game. Like, his effort was was really high. I mean, I would argue that that I thought the Bucks played pretty – pretty good defense like throughout the entire game ex uh you know for exceptions you know like uh hustling back that that one time or or like them focusing on like Bryn Forbes whenever he was out there or, or something but uh, I feel like everybody you know Pat Connaughton like uh PJ Tucker when he wasn't on Chris Paul uh Giannis Chris Middleton they all had they all played pretty well uh, on defense but on offense like that that's where they were kind of lacking in my opinion yeah, definitely. Like they had so <laughs> few mistakes as far as defensive rotations, and you know, hustle was there all the way around. You know, getting jump balls, scrambling out of out of bounds to try to save possessions, but it was just turnovers and and overpassing from Connaughton, especially especially mm. in the fourth quarter, and mm. then you know, lack of precision and shot making, even though the effort mm. was there, ridiculous. But um, that's something I wanted to say if we were able to preview this series was, uh, I read a stat that the Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. Are the lowest teams, the lowest foul committing teams in the playoffs? So, mm. just uh, ex- exemplified in this game, it took to the yeah. second quarter for the Suns to shoot their no. first free throws. Yeah, it was almost halftime. Like, it was like literally like 30 seconds left or something. And and Aiden finally got to shoot a free throw after after making the bucket. So, it was off of an and one. I mean, yeah. it was 16 minutes before they even got fouled. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And like uh-huh. the, uh, Coach Bud mentioned, they wanted to foul less. So, great execution on that end. And so, you're not giving up these easy free points. But, <clears throat> but, and so, great, great execution. Only 118 when, when the Suns were shooting as hot as they were. They made seven, eight threes in the first quarter. Like, they were, I was yeah, like, man, was I don't, I feel like the percentages might come down after this. It'll be more of a closed game. But props to the Suns for executing and keeping the lead up towards eleven and twelve every time the Sun the Bucks got it down within five or six. Um yeah. on the next one. Let's see. I, I don't know which highlight this is. Let's see if we can remember in the moment. 
Oh, yeah, Lopez defense, man. Yeah, uh, Aiden was coming in off the short roll, tries to get a floater going. He doesn't commit the foul and gets a save. I'm just going to watch it one more time. Props to Brooke Lopez. He gets shot on a lot. But this dude contributes to so many small ways. It's crazy. People always want to say, go small, play him off the floor. He can't move mm. his feet. Uh, he doesn't seem like he has offense all the time, even though he's the you know Brooklyn Nets leading scorer all time. Like He's got a whole bag. So I wanted to just give him a little bit of time I, to shine. I also like when he's out there because when they switch, he gets so many <laughs> offensive rebounds. He... Mm-hmm. And he doesn't bring the ball down, which I love. I hate when big guys bring the ball down and let everybody else steal mm-hmm. it. But he keeps it up and he goes up quick. And Because if he's going to miss, there's small people around him. He'll get the ball back again. Yeah, generally, like you want to keep it up high. Even shooters that do that. When Clay Thompson catches the ball up here, if he doesn't put it back down again, saves him time, guys can't swipe at it. Same thing holds true for the big guys. When you take it low, you let Chris Paul's little grubby mitts get at it. <laughs> but you keep it high. Then there's a better chance for you. Um, you then, say, uh, what did you say? What Chris mitts? Paul has grubby mitts, grubby little grubby mitts. Mitt. He's trying to get okay. everywhere. He, yeah. he, he's about to have a ring on one of those. Uh, <laughs> and then it's still too early to tell. He's gonna have a grubby ring on the grubby mitts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one was tight. Oh, this is a, one of the plays that you were mentioning where they were acting like he was Superman, but then Bridges comes in off the off the scramble, off the rebound to, out to Jay Crowder. Uh, and gets it uh, off the right corner and gets the dunk. But yeah, this is where they were like, oh, DeAndre Aiden, you can jump 12 feet high, can't you? Watching that first that first half, like, uh, Mikhail Bridges, like, uh, I would have said, like, he was, like, my early MVP, uh, you know, until the second half happened. But, like, and that he was, like, their leading scorer in the, in the first half and all that, and yeah, he had some – he shot some threes, and he, he was doing stuff off the dribble as well, too, like taking it to the hole. And it, it, it was really – it was good to see, like, him showing up, uh, especially in a game like this. You know, they started out down. Uh, they needed somebody to step up, so. He showcased every yeah. skill that you want yeah. out of out of a role player in this yeah. game. And he's done it all season long, but <laughs> just in yeah. this particular game, shooting yeah. with confidence – uh, able to able to dribble and not be afraid whenever the whenever teams close out to him, and then mm-hmm. able to get to the rim for rebounds and dunks like crazy. Yeah, and I know he's got like an exceptionally long wingspan. He's like six foot seven eight, but has like a seven foot one reach. But also, I don't know if it's the fluorescent shoes that he wears. His feet look gigantic. Like I don't know if that has anything <laughs> to do with any of those skills. But how does he keep them between the three point line and the out of bounds line? They look huge. Oh, but uh, I've got him coming up right here. Oh, no, he's not on this next highlight. This next highlight is the Giannis charge that looked like he killed uh, Tori Craig. Like, <laughs> like, look at Tori Craig. This is the look of, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was like, when well, I saw didn't that, tear I was his ACL? No, no, no. That no. was Sarge that had the ACL tear. But we're not sure what's going on with this guy exactly. Yeah. With oh, yeah, Tory like Craig. a right knee or something like that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. His, his yeah. knee, like I, I saw the replays and stuff, and it didn't, it didn't look good. I, like he, his knee kind of like went to the side. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. That's like me on Monday morning. <laughs> what? That's the work week knocking you down? <laughs> yeah. That's like me on Monday morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh man, that's funny. Um, and then uh, 
take out this block from DeAndre Aiden. Like I said, he's chipping in a lot of ways. We're going to go through the full box score in a second, see if there's anybody that we missed taking note on. But just to blaze us through the last couple of replays from the fourth quarter. Oh, it's a long replay here. I was kind of recording it like, oh, what's about to happen? Something good? And eventually it ends up going to Bridges. Yeah, we're just recording the whole game. <laughs> hey, man, you do what you got to do for the content, for the people. What I'm saying, you uh, the Giannis that closeout. That was closeout. a good move, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's Giannis. Other guys are going to get deer in the headlines looks. If that was Pat Connaughton, yeah. he's not going to make that dribble, or he will, but he'll turn it over. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's unfortunate he tries really hard, yeah. <laughs> but that's just what's going to happen depending on, on who, who the ball goes out to there. Uh, yeah, Jay yeah. Crowder likely turns it over as well, but Miles, or Mikel Bridges had it going. Yeah. Ball and finally. Ball drives inside, floats it up. Nasty block. Giannis is doing his thing tonight. I'll say that. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we've gone too long without talking about Giannis here. Mm. Yeah, Giannis was he was doing his thing tonight. He was aggressive, knocked down eight single three pointer, I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Took a couple of others. I was not happy about. Yeah. Uh, he had a couple of fadeaways too, like that that he made. So I thought I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, yeah, we he... got a we got a Dirk Nowinski uh mention during the game. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, we you always love to hear. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did like the one-legged fadeaway, but yeah. from extra close. Like Dirk takes yeah. it from a little further than that. Yeah, like Giannis is basically <laughs> yeah, like four yeah. feet away from the rim. But hey, not everyone can have the same range. But it looked good. I mean, it rattled around, but if, as long as it goes in, it looks good, right? But man, one for up five from three, like uh, like Robin said. But he literally was like, "I'm the locomotive, and you guys like get on my back." He dragged them into mm -hmm. the game several mm -hmm. times when it was on the brinks of of getting out of reach. Forty-two points. 15 for 22 from the field. So if you erase all the threes, it's 14 for uh, 17 from the floor. Like, ridiculous. A lot of the misses didn't count, of course, because he got fouled a lot. He ended up uh, having 18 free throw attempts. Made 11, which, like, you'll take it, right? Like, you mm -hmm. want it to be yeah. more like 14, 15, but you'll take what you can get. Uh, four offensive rebounds, 12 total, four assists, one steal, three blocks. Like, that is a uh, performance worthy of any – you know, anybody that's going to win finals MVP, that's a, a stat line you're not surprised to hear they have. Mm -hmm. And yeah. where do you think the Bucks fell short? We said that they had good defense. We said they had good rotations. I already mentioned Panic Connaughton had some turnovers that I didn't like. Uh, mm -hmm. Where were they missing? What was uh, the missing piece for them? Not being able to overtake the Suns and steal one on the road. Uh, I mean, I, I guess... I would say it's largely on like Chris Middleton and and uh, Drew Holiday, uh, <laughs> Robin. <laughs> well, Robin's I mean, laughing. well, what else was I gonna say? What else was I gonna say? <laughs> who who else is it on? Robin? Before the show, you said I'm not gonna go off on him. Well, I, I know. I I I, I did your say spotlight. Go ahead. I know, I know. I said I wasn't gonna trash on him, but still, like you know, he he didn't have the best offensive game, you know, and and neither did Drew Holiday, so which is why I'm including him. So, uh, I mean, Drew Holiday gave a lot of effort uh, on the defensive end, but you also got to put put a, a couple points on the board. Uh, and then same thing with uh, 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 Chris Middleton. You know, back in the Atlanta series and even in in the Nets series, you know, he had, there were, there would be times when like uh, the game's about to get away from the Bucks and stuff, and then Chris Middleton would just take over for a quarter and just hit a bunch of threes and and make whatever he wanted. Uh, so it, it hasn't happened so far yet this series. 
Um, I he had like a couple of, or he had like one or two catch and shoot threes that were pretty that were pretty tough. Um, but other than that, he really couldn't get get himself going. And uh, I don't know if you heard uh, Mark Jackson say like. Uh, he he pretty much echoed what I said earlier in the season. Like he was like like Chris Middleton has got to get going. Like uh, he's too skilled of a player to be to look like a regular dude out there. And I was like, huh? I said that like a couple months ago. So good good to see that that my you know visual perception is is there. I I, I could see I could see that. Uh, but but yeah, he 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 needs to step up, and so so does Drew. Like I I mean. Drew just needs the the ball to go through the hoop pretty much that that's all like the effort is there it's just like he just needs to make his shots and i i expect especially for this next game that that they'll bounce back this next game like almost almost certainly if if they don't then i i, I predict they get swept oh man robin do you have anything to say in contrast to what Kyle's saying that? no i'm i'm saying if they don't win game 3 then they're then they're going to lose game 4 too we need a guarantee button on the show. I am <laughs> with Kyle on that one. Giannis is going to put up 40 points again in game three, 30 points, whatever. He's going to have some crazy <laughs> triple-double stat. But Drew Holiday can score 17, and Chris Middleton obviously needs to score more than 11. But for them to be 12 for 27 combined, that's uh, like 37. you have to – Oh, yeah, 37. Mm-hmm. No? Oh, yeah, 37, 37. My bad. 37 mm-hmm. shots, like – you have to be more efficient in the finals. You can't mm. waste possessions because yeah. every possession, as we know, is going to come back and haunt you. All those five point when they were down by five, if they would have hustled back on that one play where Drew Holiday got that block, it would have been a three point game, two point game, and that makes a big difference in the finals. Knowing you're down one possession instead of two, especially with the Phoenix team, who it seems like any team that makes a run against them, they just react and they they fight back and they get that lead back up to twelve to fifteen. So Drew Holiday has to be more efficient. I think Middleton has to be more efficient. And then Brooke Lopez, I just think, needs to continue to do what he's doing. Maybe step up a little bit more on defense. He's going to get the good blocks that he's got today. But you can't have Chris Paul dribble and then shoot a warm-up looking jumper from mid-range. Like in the finals, That's that's. I'm pretty sure Chris Paul would want to take that every time if he could. Uh, what's called I Chris where where am I trying to go with this I I want to jump to Devin Booker but I don't want to jump jump there yet uh uh Giannis Giannis uh I feel like he played okay on defense but it's just kind of tough you know with the knee and injury and stuff you know he I'm sure he's like kind of I mean if he can score 42 points on offense I don't think you can like go around and say oh but his knees hurt so he couldn't play great on defense like uh you can put it up on both okay, sides well, yeah, you're playing okay. like that on offense. okay yeah yeah good point good point I, I remember hearing that that earlier so yeah he he definitely could play better on 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 defense potentially uh i remember even during the game they were saying like oh uh tough shot on the defensive player of the year and stuff like that and i was like uh well well that's true but still like no, but I mean, there's something to be said of having to do so much in the third quarter. He had what 13 straight yeah. points to bring him in. Yeah, yeah. And and you're gonna be it's it's gonna take a physical toll. There was a time where he got knocked down for something unrelated to his knee, 
and he literally yeah. was gasping like when I climb up one <laughs> set of stairs. Like, dude, that dude was like, <gasps> and like, yeah, he, yeah, you know, he <laughs> and and so for multiple years, whenever uh, the Bucks had, you know, Giannis averaging thirty three minutes mm. a game, and in the, in the in the in the playoffs, he'd have thirty six minutes a game, and people would be like, "Bud, what the hell's wrong with you?" They would say this. They would say, "Giannis plays harder than anyone." So he actually gets truly gassed during like these seven minute stretches. So he has to rest and you know, they know him better than me. I've never met him, you know, face to face. Me and Giannis have never been to the gym together. I can't tell you uh, how his, his workout routine is. So they very well could be right. But so I would say that maybe fatigue does play a role in his rotations. And when he tries to go for these blocks or he's more prone to kind of play you going to the rim because he wants to be that primary uh, shot blocker and then any kind of secondary shot blocking can come um, either from him or from Brook Lopez on the weak side. So uh, that's definitely kind of the way it goes. And when you have guys that play the mid range so well with Devin Booker and, uh, and Chris Paul, like you definitely can feel like there's shortcomings there, but I like, I, I like the adjustment that they made where Drew Holiday was fighting over the screen more and more often tonight. They didn't just give up Pat Connaughton every time that they wanted it. Yeah, like yeah. Chris Paul would say he dribble. It's him dribbling. And he say, Pat Connaughton, please. And then the Bucks would be like, oh, here he is. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Go do whatever you want. Like that that wasn't happening as much as this game. And I think it's yeah, gonna yeah. continue on uh going forward. Um I don't think that Drew Holiday has any kind of like mindset or mentality problem, but mm. I, I feel like he needs to rise to the challenge. I think somebody needs to tell him, like, hey, do you want to be a champion? If so, you gotta defend Chris Paul and Devin Booker as often as you can. And get 21 points. Like that's what. If you don't get that, the Milwaukee Bucks are not going to be champions, and it's really going to hinge on him, because nothing you can do is going to stop Chris Middleton from fluctuating the way that he does from game to game. That's not a knock on him. It's just the way that he is. If you say, okay, he's really put it together. He's got 30, you know, 37 minutes a game, averaging 27 points, nine rebounds, and two assists. That's great. He's really putting it together. And then you look at his career averages, and they're exactly the same as, they, as they've always been. So his highs and lows have been consistent like this for several, several years. That's not going to change now. The only thing that's different from this year to last year uh, is Drew Holiday. And, and he's going to have to have, you know, it's easy to say, if he has to have more points, then they're going to win. But that's truly the difference because Giannis just put up 42, and mm-hmm. they were almost competitive. They never even got to within yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, they, they didn't. Uh... And I, I was gonna go off, you know, uh, Giannis had 20 points in that third quarter, but it like it almost it essentially didn't matter because you know, like you said, you know, they were never able to bring it close. And sh- like, really, shout out to to Devin Booker because, in my opinion, he looked like I I'm, this might be cliche at this point, but I, I'm gonna say like, oh, he he looked really like Kobe Bryant esque. Uh, this game you know he he gets the comparisons all the time but I, I i just feel like the way he was you know picking his shots and taking his shots like in that third and fourth quarter like it, it was crazy like he he got whatever he wanted even though like there would be tough defensive matchups like on him mm-hmm. like there, there were just times like just jab step jab step and then shoot the three and make it and same thing on the like yeah the dude that was it was but, shocking to me. He didn't spend a lot of time yeah. shaking and baking and trying to get to mid-range necessarily. He'd have a mm-hmm. sidestep dribble, immediately rise up mm-hmm. for three. No matter who the defense mm-hmm. was on, he didn't try to get a switch, and he just yeah. sink it. He was 7 yeah. for 12 from three. That's crazy. Yeah. 
like like it was so it was so cold to watch like it it, it really didn't matter like they didn't play bad defense on him in most of those possessions either like he was just making the shots like like essentially like how kobe was like just just you know even though like oh he'll he'll miss a couple here or like he'll he'll be played tough on defense uh mm-hmm. uh one possession but then he'll just come back and like you know nothing phased him like he comes on the floor and uh, on to the next one make the next shot and and that's what he did and that, that's what helped him uh keep the lead crazy Me. even though he got hit in the face again Didn't yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say he started off a little cold too yeah. so you're gonna be wondering if it's one of those games where you know he's just not feeling it and then bam he just <clears throat> pull up three during a fast break and you're like okay he just missed like two three-pointers and then he knocks mm. that one down and gets him going uh Definitely Mamba mentality there. He doesn't care how many he misses. He's going to keep shooting, which he, is what they need him to do. And he doesn't sweat. Like, you look at him in the replays, like, are you even yeah. sweating? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I, I kind of noticed that, too. I was like, I was like, you'll see, like, Chris Middleton or, or uh, uh, not Chris Paul, but, like, uh, maybe, like, Bobby Portis or something. They're, like, drenched with sweat, and they're, like, constantly, you know, dripping. But then, I'll, you know, you'll see, like, like Devin Booker, and he's, like, he he looks mad almost, and it's like, are are you even sweating? Like like, are you tired? Like you look you look pretty good. Like like, hey, you're you're not uh, breathing that hard. Like, or, he he's just he's just like super skilled. And yeah, I just yeah. pulled up a Devin Booker shot chart. Four for twelve uh, in the first half, thirty three percent, and then just from the field in the second half, uh, eight for 62 percent. So definitely turned it on when <laughs> after the Bucks started making that run mm-hmm. without sweating. No sweat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Then, I mean, it's it's. I'm I'm happy. I'm just happy. This this is the finals. Like we're watching history unfold before our eyes. Like this is potentially the start of a you know like a new kind of era. I mean, you could argue that 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 probably happened when when Toronto won the finals. But uh, like like you know these are two like completely new teams to the finals you know obviously their teams haven't been to the finals in forever uh so it's i i think it's so much fun to watch like no matter what happens it's definitely exciting seeing two teams who everybody in the preseason or before the season started was basically saying they have what it takes but they just don't see them there yeah and uh, then bam now they're here and to actually watch him play and see <laughs> the games are doing with no Warriors, no, you know, LeBron and the finals is definitely new and it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm so happy. Uh, I'm, do you think that, okay, I, I I'm kind of jumping ahead to like next season, but do you think, do you think like the books do you think they have the potential to make it back to the finals next season, or do you think that, like, like they've kind of messed up and keep keep or getting to the finals this year and keeping Coach Bud instead of like trying to improve on on the coaching position and whatnot, or do you think that they'll be just fine for next year? Uh, I definitely don't think anything is guaranteed. Uh, who knows what's going to happen uh, with the Nets if they're healthy? And then who knows if the Philadelphia 76ers make an appropriate trade and and actually get, you know, 
<laughs> what? I mean, who knows? <laughs> it, it could be different, uh, and they make an appropriate trade. The Indiana Pacers just had a coaching change. What if that puts them over the top and they make a key acquisition over there? Uh, and then uh, the Raptors, I feel like they're not going to you know, smolder into ashes. I think they're going to mm-hmm. rise, uh, especially mm-hmm. if they're able to go play in Toronto again. Mm-hmm. So competition is going to be fierce. And then even if those three teams that I mentioned don't put it together, the Nets probably will, and they barely scrape past them this season mm-hmm. with a you know an ailing Kevin Durant a hobbled James Harden and no Kyrie Irving at all. You put two of the healthy three guys together, and I mean, I don't see how they're going to do it uh, two years straight. Uh, it's something that I said against about the Celtics a year ago when they just got bested by the Heat going to the mm. finals. Uh, I was like, man, this might have been their chance to go to the finals. They've been in the Eastern Conference finals plenty of times uh, with Brad Stevens before that. Now they're going mm. through a coaching change. They missed it this season, you know, in like really lackluster fashion. And now the Nets have been put together. The Bucks are looking great. The Sixers might be on the verge of something good. And then the Raptors <laughs> might be back. Uh, and so where was the Celtics window? It was a year ago. Still so, got the Hawks, too. Oh, and mm-hmm. the Hawks. Yeah, I haven't even Trey brought Young. up Trey Young. They're going to get better. going to get healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry for laughing at the Sixers, you know. Hey, man, uh, why you got to do Joel and beat like that, man? He, tried, uh, he, I does, mean, he doesn't I, trust the process. No, I mean uh, – the problem with the 76ers, you know, isn't with Joel Embiid, in my opinion. It's just, it's just their team, and then like Ben Simmons, and then the coach, and then. But they're gonna resolve that. I guarantee. Yeah. Guarantee. Oh, you, you, Hawk, yeah. Hawk, <laughs> uh, that Ben Simmons will be traded by the deadline. I guarantee oh, uh, it. Yeah, yeah, probably. Opening uh, night, first game. I guarantee man. Ben Simmons hits a three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it. maybe. Book it. <laughs> Somebody save this. I'll save. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll replay it. Thir- Thirty-four minutes in in the final, the first finals podcast. We'll, we'll, <laughs> We're already uh, talking about next season. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we move on to next yeah. season and start yeah, telling, yeah. we're still going to start predicting the NBA schedule before soon. Uh, where do you guys think this this uh, this NBA finals is going to go? So, if I pull up the schedule <laughs> here, uh, we've got Game Three on Sunday, and then after that, Sunday is Game Three. Game Four should be Tuesday. They haven't released. Oh, oh, it's the two day gap between that too. So Game Four is on Wednesday. That's it's crazy. Wednesday? Yep. That's weird. It's every so two days off all the rest of the way through. I wonder why that is. Hmm. Uh, and then game five is Saturday, so we have three games next week. So I, I I'm pretty positive this is going to go to a game five at least. Like I don't I don't think the Bucks are going to get swept. I'm not with Kyle on that point. I think this rest will it'll it'll benefit the Bucks more than it will the Suns. I think the Suns they're hot. They're they're rolling. They, I think they would want less rest. Yeah, that even though they came off rest before the uh, the the series began, but like yeah. the injury to Saric and their depth, you know that he's not coming back no matter how much rest he's going to get. We don't mm. know what's going to happen to Tory Craig, but mm. um, so the rest is not going to bring them back a player. Whereas mm. the Bucks can get more healthy, Giannis can get more springy, uh, and you know maybe uh, Holiday needs more time in between games to make sure he can keep giving that effort on the defensive end and mm. on offense, and maybe he makes some shots, but. I'm just flabbergasted that there's two days between game three and four. <laughs> and then if there's six and seven, there's only one game in between those with a travel trip. I'm not understanding this year. Uh, 
I mean, I I expect this game to I mean this series to go to to six games, but 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 if if they if the Bucks don't take care of the Suns' momentum like right here in Game Three, then uh, that that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's, going it's out over, the door. baby. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think that obviously a Game Three is a must win because I think if the Suns win Game Three, the Bucks can win Game Four just to you know say they don't get swept, but. Mm. It's gonna be over in five. But the gentleman sweep. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I think game three is gonna be fun to watch. I mean, these the Bucks playoff run so far has been crazy. I mean, the Hawks series was crazy. Mm-hmm. The Nets series for sure. That's the series, like when they beat the Nets, I said, okay, the Bucks can win it all for mm-hmm. sure now. But I, just the way they're playing, I don't know if it's just them relying too much on Giannis and nobody else stepping up mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Game three is going to be fun to watch. I hope they make yeah. uh, the right changes, and then I hope they get Middleton going and mm. not just set a pick for Giannis to get out the way. Yeah, no, you're right. And like, it seems like when they want to run some plays for him throughout the game, it it's like this is like from three thousand miles away. I'm not there, but just the feeling that I get when I see it on the screen is like, okay, Middleton's like, I gotta fucking score here because coach told me to. And then it doesn't. <laughs> it, and then it doesn't work out, and he doesn't. And then he just doesn't get rolling. Like it, it seems as though he he doesn't have a way to get himself going. You know, they have to run the plays, and it just doesn't work out well. <laughs> Kyle, what are you laughing at over here? <laughs> no, that that caught me off guard. You were like, "Cause coach told me to." <laughs> Oh, shit. That's um, funny. Yeah. I mean, the reason why I didn't pick the, the Bucks to win the finals is because, like, j- just because they've struggled when, you know, normally you, you would expect them to have, a, have like, a solid advantage. Uh, it, I, I would point to, to the Hawks series and, and the and the Nets series because, obviously, you know, they, they almost lost. Like, the first two games, you know, they, they got blown out even when James Harden wasn't there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, they were able to rally back the next two games and, and make it a competitive series then. But still, it was it was just like so, so weird to weird to see. And even that game seven, you know, they, they you know, like I said, they should have lost. Like They were a size yeah. shoe from yeah. from losing. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Kevin Durant wears shoes that are two sizes too big because he likes having slip-ons. That's the difference. That is legitimately the difference right there. He 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 likes to. Yeah, he likes yeah, to slide his shoes on. That his shoes are too ankle? big. I mean, hey, he is a professional, not me. But that's what he. That's <laughs> what I, that's what I've read. <clears throat> well, I mean, when sure. Kobe Bryant used to show up in Lowe's, people were like, "Oh my God, your ankles, bro!" Yeah, and he said, "What do you think this much fabric's gonna do for my ankles?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So. But but yeah, they they've struggled there, and then even you know in the Atlanta series, you know, like like they Atlanta was able to take one at their home, and you know obviously Giannis got hurt, and they were able to get another game, but they they were able to bounce back from from that. But, I miss Trey Young lobs already. Thank you for bringing him up. <laughs> like yeah, man. yeah. I miss so, Trey Young drawing fouls. Mm-hmm. I miss Trey Young's. Wispy little like weird hairstyle. It looks like like when you pick That's a lollipop up that you that you picked up off the off the carpet. It's all hairy. 
Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's funny because it's kind of true, but yeah, but. I was talking to my girlfriend. She's like, "Which one's Trey Young?" And I said, "It's the one with the wispy baby hair." And she's like, "Oh, that one." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but but yeah, it, they they've just struggled at times when when I you know I like I said I, I didn't expect them to it while the Suns have looked like a great you know solid all around team like if they if they you know lost like it's because like like the whole team couldn't couldn't get get it going pretty much like and and that's difficult to do especially like props to their their coaching staff monty will uh monty williams uh like like they they've done a great job in and maintaining poise like that that's what he's been preaching yeah sorry to to interrupt here but like the only time that I actually enjoy the behind the scenes like coaching commentary is when Monty Williams is on there. I'm like, man, I want I want to run through a wall for this dude. He's yeah. uh, coaching uh, DeAndre Aiden. He's saying, hey, yeah. you're you're down on yourself right now because mm. you have high expectations of yourself. And Aiden's mm. like, you know, you're right, you're right. And he's like, yeah, but you can make a difference with just your effort. It doesn't got to be your numbers. And he was more, lo- I mean, more or less telling him like, does it matter if you have 40 points or two points if we win? You know, that's essentially mm. the message. And he was like. They're gonna go out there and you know show your force, and he's like, "Yes, coach." Mm-hmm. And then even when the uh, Suns were making the finals, Chris, you guys have probably seen this one already, but mm-hmm. Chris Paul's like, "I'm trying to calm down, coach." And then you yeah. know, Chris Paul's 34 years old, you know, and he, he's a he's a 36. grown man, 36. He's yeah. a grown man, but he's like, "Chris, you don't got to calm down." And he like he takes his head on his shoulder, and then Chris Paul is uh, all crying and stuff. Even me want to yeah. cry, man. Like that's a guy I want to meet. That guy, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my dad, uh, he said that that he looks old, but he's only DeAndre Aiden's only only twenty two. But he oh looks, yeah, DeAndre he, Aiden looks like he's thirty seven. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he looks old, but he, but he's he's super young. But but yeah, uh, Monty Williams has, has done a great job. Chris Paul has been has done a great job on the floor. You know, making sure uh, guys are under control and you know uh, where they need to be at, and it, it just looks like better solid team in my opinion i mean they played as a team tonight yeah. obviously you got booker going off but mm. bridges had a big impact ayton i mean with the effort the offensive rebounds the tap outs mm. crowder with that big bucket in the fourth quarter and then obviously mm. the point god chris paul so mm. overall played as a better team than just a one-man army over there like Giannis. Mm-hmm. yeah so you well, said six, no. Robin said six, and I had the Suns going in seven. Well, so I'm I'm, well, I'm open for a long series just for me to have a good time enjoying basketball because well, we're not well, going to say six. I thought you said well, six. Oh, you said oh, it might be going he, to seven now. Yeah, with, yeah, uh, but he, yeah, too. yeah. He's saying Bucks in seven now. I, I say Bucks Suns in six. Yeah, and I have the Suns in seven. I just hope it goes to seven. <laughs> I'm not really you know too concerned about who the winner is because it's great stories on either side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want. The most basketball possible because it's going to be gone for months, guys. <laughs> Although we yeah. do have the Olympics this year, which is terrific. Oh I yeah, watching the Olympics. I cannot wait to see the one-on-one action that always comes out. <laughs> King of the court, uh, James Harden versus Kevin uh, Durant versus uh, I think it might have been Kyrie in the past that I used to enjoy watching a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it was that. Yeah, probably Paul George is in there too. George, oh no, yeah, it was Paul George, KD, and Harden. Oh, and Booker. Yeah, yeah, Booker was yeah. in there. Yeah, too. yeah, Booker. Yeah. Hey, USA might lose. That's all I'm saying. 
Slovenia's Just, looking good. Yeah, right. In Slovenia, anything can happen. <laughs> looking good over there, man. <laughs> yeah. Luca had some revenge. No, Kawhi no, Leonard's it, not going to be there, so he'll be all right. If Slovenia took on the USA and won, Luca can say goodbye to any uh, Team USA All-Star wanted to join him on the Mavericks in free agency. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta rebuild that Slovenia team for the Mavs, and we'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> just sign the them. The Mavs up. will be all right. Yeah. But yeah, all right. So we got the predictions in here. We got game uh, three coming up on Sunday. Uh, I think we're all hoping for a Bucks win in terms of competitiveness. Mm. Um, anything else you guys have for this episode? It's a little bit shorter, but it's only one game. So, Kyle, any Middleton rants? No, no, I, I've, I've dropped it. I've said enough about Middleton. Uh, he, he knows what the deal is. Uh, not, not for me, but I'm sure he's hearing from a million other people. So Chris Middleton is like a seesaw. Like it's gonna go down, but it'll come yeah. back up. Yeah. So we'll see what Hopefully. happens. Yeah. Or yeah. you know, it could just be too heavy on, or he could just be too heavy and stay down. I don't know. That was a bad analogy. <laughs> uh, please give us the Instagram uh, goodness, Robin. <laughs> so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter on at Shotcaller Show, like it shows right there. I got it right this time. And then where can they subscribe to our podcast? You can go on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. And yeah, I said them all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can like, comment. And turn on and subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't <laughs> miss an episode, which I will be on every episode starting now, guarantee. Yeah, stop, stop. as long as you don't get drunk on a weekday, then. Well, you, then bro, you don't have to say that out loud. Nobody knew that, bro. <laughs> Nobody knew that. <laughs> it was a work event, guys. Don't think I'm just an alcoholic. Dude, it, it, it would have been an inside joke if you didn't say anything. <laughs> bro, you just said drunk on a Thursday, bro. They don't know that. They don't know that. Oh, thank you guys for tuning <laughs> into a dysfunctional fun episode. And, and Richard, you're dying. You're roboting. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Kyle, please take us out. <laughs> All right. See you guys in the next one. Uh, it's me, Robin, and Richard. Say in peace. See y'all in the next one. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs>